Hi, everybody, and welcome to Duffy Women. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, boy. Finally, finally, our season finale. Finally. You know what's funny, though? Why do we have to finally record a season finale? What happened? Because my dad died? No. Every, every time. Every time something goes wrong, that's what she says now. Oh, because my dad's dead? You can't use it all the time. You're like Phoebe using the fact that, anyways, why are we recording this finale right now? What happened? Because we were recording out of order and we forgot that it was a season finale when we were doing it. And you did too, so don't blame. Don't blame. Don't blame. And I'm telling you that right now because of the so, topic of this show. The to topic all, of this show. Oh, well, to all the fans, we Stop were- Stop blaming. <laughs> I have so much secondhand embarrassment right now. I am so embarrassed for both of you. I can't. Well, welcome to my world, girlfriend. Welcome to my world. She's on one tonight. I would like to. Woo! Welcome to Duffy Women. Three very different personalities, somehow, though, from the same family. Kind of crazy, right? Um, what? From the same womb. Well, that's what I said. Body. We're from the same family. Um, and uh, yeah, three very different personalities. And uh, clearly, clearly, oh, I think it's very clear. Very we clear. didn't do anything to make her mad tonight. Yeah, like, we have done absolutely. I didn't say I'm mad. I didn't say I'm mad. You don't have to say it when your aura projects it literally everywhere. Sarah, mom, we've known you for like our whole lives, pretty much, like give or take a few days. You literally don't have to speak. Yeah. You you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to speak and we know you're pissed. Yeah, we, we already know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it uh, very much. If you're still with us, thank you for enduring that. Uh, if you have not watched us before, uh, we would like you to watch us and like us and share our show and find us on social media. It's very easy. It's Duffy Women. Very easy. Instagram, Facebook, wherever you get your podcasts. You can even listen to us in podcast form. We're there. It's Duffy Women. Very, very easy. Very easy. easy to Just find. like my mom in the early 2000s. Very easy. Yeah, just like you in the early 2000s. I was going to say, I'm sorry, honey. Who <laughs> we talking about here? Who we talking about? I'm trying to get gallery. There we go. That's the, that was the view I was looking for. All right. So tonight's show, appropriately enough, we decided to do... For the finale. This is the finale. Don't forget to say, it's the finale. It's the finale. I already said that. I already said that. Okay? I said season finale, and then I got blamed for not remembering we were doing the season finale. So, the show tonight is about why we are all, except for Sarah, in therapy. Well, she's Why we out. needed to go to therapy at some point, Sarah can speak to that, but back in my day, you really <laughs> didn't go, you really didn't go to therapy, or if you did, you didn't talk about it. It was very hush-hush. Like, my parents never did any of that kind of thing. Like, that generation was unheard of. My generation slowly but surely, like marriage counseling was acceptable and people started to seek some help, whether it was for their own mental health, whether it was for their couples therapy, whatever it was, it became more normal. Now, your generation, it's like it's part of 
it's like brushing your teeth and changing your underwear. Like you do it all the time and everybody does it. So, I mean, most people. But my point is, um, tonight we decided to talk a little bit about why we're all kind of there or why we need it or why we feel we need it or why we would like to go in the future or. No, I'm talking to Sarah. I'm pointing to Sarah. I'm pointing at mom. I'm pointing at you. I'm not pointing at you, mom. I think you're great. I'm I'm not bothering you anymore. You're in therapy. It took me a year and a half of this, but now you're, you're perfect. (laughs) Okay. So Alex, since you are the biggest proponent of therapy, um, so am I, let's talk about what led you to get there and why you feel it's important you're there. And let's just bring it out there. Let's just put all of our cards on the table tonight because it's the season finale. <laughs> my God. Possibly, oh my possibly God. series finale. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get me out of here. <laughs> Hurry up, please. <laughs> wow. She wasn't comfortable. Oh, well. <laughs> Love it. Go ahead. Come on. I'm talking about why I'm in therapy. Are you kidding? I know. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. I'll start. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm in therapy number one because of my mother. (laughs) It's every mother out there watching or listening to this, you know, you're blamed for everything. I don't blame my own mother. I don't blame my mother for anything, but this, you guys do. do. No, no, no. Don't I know? I've never blamed my mother for anything. She did her very best, and that's not true. No, I do not blame her. I get upset with my mother. I absolutely do. There were things that I don't agree with, and I would I like change the cycle of a lot of things, but I I've never blamed my mother. Never. I was just joking, Mom. It's really <laughs> your fault to tell well me. that one isn't. So go ahead, Alex. Go ahead. Well, we know why Sarah's in therapy, apparently. Yeah. Um, of course, she blames everybody. Go ahead. Ooh. Go ahead. Maybe <laughs> a rough one tonight. Um, no, Sarah, it's okay. She was just kidding. No, I'm just thinking of all the great things I'm going to say about her as to <laughs> therapy. Reason number one, right there. Right there. You want to, should I go first? Actually, that was, yeah, a, perfect, go ahead. That go was ahead. a perfect example of why I'm in therapy because my mother is very, 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 very mean to me sometimes. She's critical of, she's critical. Very, 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 very. You're not in therapy. therapy. Yeah. Very critical. Well, she was. She was a baby 10, 10, no, nine months ago. And so I had been to into in therapy for the last six years up until. Yeah, she's always. Oh, watch your mouth. I have been in therapy. I'm sorry that my life got crazy and you never made time for therapy because your life was crazy. So don't at me, Shelly Duffy. Don't at me when we're talking about having time for therapy. My ass is getting back into therapy. Thank you very yes, much. We've talked okay. about it. We've talked about it. Please. Sarah's been in therapy more than any of us have. I was in couples therapy. I was in my singular therapy. I think therapy is so healthy for the soul. And I was in therapy for quite some time. You've come to therapy appointments with me in the last couple of years. So I don't want to hear it. Okay. I am in therapy and was in therapy mainly for myself because yeah. you shouldn't be going to therapy for yourself above all. You should not be going to therapy to fix other people. You need to be going to therapy to fix yourself. 
and your mental state and your mental health. My going to therapy was because I needed to learn how to deal with the people in my life. I needed to learn what I was, what I could do better in my relationships with people. And maybe that's why I'm getting an itchy chest because I have not been to therapy in nine months and you are irking me and making me want to go back. Wow, so congratulations. You have succeeded in making me want to schedule a therapy appointment with my therapist. Wow. Good. I think that was the purpose. Anyway, um, you two uh, categorically have gotten along better and understand each other a lot more than you guys understand me and I understand you guys. So me being in therapy is to try to try, seriously try to understand the way that you guys think. Leo, get out of this shot. At least he loves me. Do you see any of my animals, including my children, in the background? No, you do Your not. animals show up all the time. Where? Evelyn gets in a shot all the time. She's cute. She he's is cute. cute. He's I mean, evil. There is that. He's cute though. He's just evil. It, it's anyway. two separate things. I literally have a red chest because mom pissed me off so much. Anyway, you just, you guys, you guys are two peas in a pod and I just am the lemon slice on the side of the, the other side of the plate. I am not the same. I am not who you guys are in any way. And you guys just get each other and yes, you butt heads, but it was never like mom and I butt heads and mom was very, 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 very critical of me. And sometimes she thinks she's joking and it's not a joke. And I understand that I joke around a lot. So I totally understand where she's coming from, but like, she's like, there's like a deeper meaning. And that is what I think. She's passive aggressive. Yes. And I think she thinks she's being funny and she thinks that she's being truthful, but like, in a funny way and so that I'll take it as a joke but like I know she's being serious and so I take everything that you're saying to heart because I know the truth behind it and so I have learned in my years of therapy not to take it personally because we're different people and that's okay and I am who I am what I keep trying to tell mom but uh, that's what she needs to learn and that's what she'll learn in therapy we're different people we live different lives. We don't do the same things. We don't act the same way. And that's okay. And that is what you need to come to terms with and talk to your therapist about. And that's what I've spoken to my therapist about is that I can't control the way that you behave. I can't control the way that my sister behaves. I can't control the way anyone in my life and beyond behaves. I can control how I behave and how I react to situations. And that is what I need to focus on. And I also want to mention that I did go to therapy also for like really, really terrible anxiety and depression. Like that was a whole, that was a big reason. Like you were also a big reason, but like also because I was suffering from intense, like mental issues that, you know, were my own, you know, I had to figure it out myself. So can't wait to hear what you have to say. So I'll stop talking so we can let that happen. Has it helped? Yeah, I, you know it has. I don't let, uh, sometimes you do, you do say things that do get to me and I think I have like a lapse in like, I get emotional and I let it, I, if I'm having like a day where I'm feeling like emotional. You mean like I was having just now? You didn't say that you were having an emotional. Yeah, you didn't you, you need to communicate with us that you're having a rough day. Off air, I said, hey, just got 
you know me. I thought you guys oh, knew you me better than anybody. From work. Off air, off air. I said I just got home from work. I had to hurry up and get on another call before this, and then I didn't have time to get ready, and I rushed in here. And you, because you guys were giving me a hard time about getting done and getting on the call, and I, I didn't have time. I had to get ready. I had nowhere to did that time. say. This is how about this? This is what my therapist taught me. You approach it in a way that I, you say, hey guys, listen, I'm not mad at you. Uh, I, I am short. I am short tempered right now because I've, I've been working all day. I'm very tired and I just kind of want to get in my sweats and I want to get comfortable and I want this to kind of be over with. I have learned to approach things that way. You need to communicate exactly how you're feeling. Okay. I tell you when you're upsetting me. I tell you when you're pissing me off. I tell you when I'm having a bad day. I See, I can't do that with you because you blow up and you run away or scream or hang out. I can't do that. So. Not usually. It's not, not, no, you know, mom, when you're like this, like right, you are right now, like you think everybody else in the world needs to come around you right this moment. You, you think everybody's here to attack you and to, no, to, you I think we're attacking yeah. you. I can see you, well, you are attacking you. You are. Uh, maybe yeah, Alex is not. She's literally not. We're, the show topic, Shelly Duffy, is why we're in therapy. We talked about this in our text thread last week that our parents were going to come up. We literally yeah. going to happen. Even, do you want me to talk about dad? Because that's way worse. I could talk about dad. We could talk about why I'm in therapy. Uh, we could talk. I'm also in therapy because of my father. I'll talk, and, about, I'll talk about generational issues I have too. So because of dad too. So don't think that this is a personal like, vendetta against you. Also start it, mom. And that's the problem that Shelly Duffy doesn't want to admit is that she starts a lot of the things. And then she's like, wait a minute, everybody's attacking me. Ooh. Oh, 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 Alex Duffy saying things that are always on my mind, but I can't say because I'm afraid of getting shunned. You already are shunned. It's too <laughs> Getting shunned even more. Mom's about on the verge of tears. So why don't we attack me for a second? Um, okay. You guys are probably in therapy because of me, because I'm, uh, you know. Go ahead, Go ahead. legit in therapy because of you. Go ahead, Chels. Go ahead, mommy. I'm not ready yet. Go ahead, Alex. Okay. I'm okay. not ready. Okay. I'm not ready. I'm communicating. <laughs> I need to formulate some thoughts a little bit better so that I don't come across as being a bitch or as angry. So right now I'm sitting in myself <laughs> and I'm trying to develop the proper way because obviously my kids are way better and more educated oh, about all of this. Oh, poor me. So I am just sitting here formulating how I want to proceed. I'm okay. sitting with it. All right, I'll let you cool off a little bit while I tell everybody why I'm in therapy, which has nothing to do with my parents. I mean, I'm sure it does deep down. My chest is red. Your boobs look so big, I can't handle it. Um, my boobs look good two shows ago, so it's fine. We, we're allowed. I'm, I'm, I, got, I got large. I gained weight. That's why my boobs look huge. <laughs> I just turned 30. I say that they were my 30-year-old boobs. They came in. Yeah, I'm not yet. Okay, so do you want to know why I'm in therapy? Absolutely. Okay, so, so it's like a whole bag. Um, <laughs> But pretty much, I'm in therapy because I only engage with toxic men uh, when it comes to relationships and things like that. And I pick all the wrong guys. I'm attracted to the wrong guys. Um, and partially, I think a big reason is because I've never focused on relationship. I've always been so focused on my career. And all I ever wanted to do with boys was flirt and play with them. 
and I just didn't ever really, re and I, I've always thought, oh, I want a relationship, I want to get married, but I've never like unpacked or like thought about what goes into that. And so, but the real kicker, like the real big reason that I went into therapy was, so I dated two men since I've been here in Chicago and <clears throat> they, it's all like looking back on it. It's almost, I, the second one in particular, they followed the same exact pattern right down to our first date, our second date, um, how it all happened, huge red flags. And the, 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 the moral of the story is I shouldn't have seen either one of these guys past the first date. Like it should have ended after that, but I don't, I didn't know how to speak up for myself. I'm too much of a people pleaser. I didn't know how to say no. I didn't know how to disappoint someone. And I also love attention. And especially when what I think is a cute boy giving me attention, I'll take it. So back to like, so it was two of the, it was literally the same exact thing that happened two years apart too. So it wasn't like I just went into one after the other. Like I had had two years of space and literally did the same thing over again with the, with the second guy. So we met, we like were, it's, it's love bombing. That's the new term that people use. And I, I am, I am um, victim to love bombing and my first boyfriend you're not you are not i know i know but you know what it's helpful to have a term because i didn't i didn't even know that was a term at all and so i these guys literally first day we met like it was like whirlwind whatever second date they both came to this is why it's so weird and why i don't know why i wasn't like alex what's going on over here second date they literally both came over to my house to cook me dinner they both, I, I call it the, the, that white pepper is the mark of the devil. They both weirdly talked about white pepper being seasoning in dinner. I'm not kidding. Like they know each other. No, no. I know they look very different. Like literally okay. they're my I, two I know both types, long, dark and short and blonde. Um, literally mark of the devil is white pepper. So if any man ever tells you they use white pepper, in the first I three dates, run. I'm telling you, it's a bad sign. I don't know. It was just, and and then, then they also, both of them told me they loved me after three weeks. And then three months down the road, right? And the first time that we got in a fight, the next day, it was like a switch flip. Like they went from talking about how they wanted to marry me and they loved me and they saw this future with me to, you're a really great guy, but, or a really great guy. You're a really great girl, but I just don't see a future and bye. Actually, that was the second one. The first one I broke up with because I realized it, which was probably even to this day, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do because I, I did not want to do it, but my heart and my mind, I knew I had to, I can't explain it. But then the second one, literally after one fight, I didn't answer my calls for two days and then basically called me and was like, yeah, bye. So I was like, I literally called as many therapists as I could that Sunday. I was talking to mom. I remember it was in March, three years ago. It'll be two and a half, three years in March. And I was like, we need to put me back in therapy. And then I found my therapist. Well, I actually saw a really bad one for about a year who was not, I did not like him. Um, and now I've been seeing the one that I've been seeing for a year and a half. And I really feel like we have made a lot of strides. And I think I'm attracted to non-toxic men at this point. However, I'm still not ready to convert into a relationship yet. So we're getting there.
we're getting there. I know. I think you need to give yourself a little smidge more credit because I think that you're not alone in any, I think a lot of women in the world, smart, intelligent, successful women fall victim to those kind of things. So I think that, yes, it is important that you talk about the kind of things that you're talking about in therapy, but I also hope that your therapist is making you realize that the issue does not lie internally with you. I think you are, you're smart. And I think that they, you know, they're, I, I, I don't my job though, who I let in my life and I, I, it's my job to uphold boundaries and it's my job to communicate. I think you've been doing a really great job. I do too. Uh, a couple of guys, um, you know, eliminating those that are not, um, worthy. Like I think you're smart. I think I personally have witnessed therapy working for you because you've been, you've been asking yourself a lot more questions and you've been, you know, saying, wait, is this good? Is this bad? Like, I think you've taken a lot of what therapy has done for you and applied it to like a lot of the men that you've been seeing in the last like couple of years. Um, so I think yeah, that's a testament to therapy too, is that it's working and you know, I think I'm killing it. I think I'm doing great. You're doing great. Any other reasons why you're in therapy? I mean, obviously my mom and dad, but we won't get into that. Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. I think we already did enough of that. I mean, the reason I'm a people pleaser is because of my father and also Shelly a little bit. So yeah, but mom, mom's comes out of like the goodness of her heart. I get it. Yeah, mom, you're mom, your people mom. pleasing is like your people pleasing is like I can't say no to this event. I can't say no to this person. Like that's um, that comes out of like a good place. That doesn't come out of like a I need attention. I need to people please because I need attention. Like yours just comes out of a place where you're like I can't say no. Like I don't want to look bad or I don't want to do that. Like that's where I think she gets that too. And I've tried to tell both of you. Yeah. You can't do that. Like you can't, you can't, you know. Yeah. Dad is a people pleaser too. So I literally just inherited his issues. Yeah. I hope he doesn't mind that we're talking about him, but whatever. Well, get over it. If he gets mad, I guess he can talk to me about it. In therapy. In therapy. Sorry, dad. I love you. But we all have issues. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Including you. <laughs> He's so good, Shelly. Well, wasn't the whole point to talk about all the reasons we're in therapy? So if, if it's me, if it's your dad, if it's, it's guys, a, but it's always a pro. You're always you're a product of your environment. I mean, you're you are mom, whether you want to admit it or not. You're a product of your environment, and you know whatever you deem necessary for going to therapy. I mean, it's all been your experiences in life when you were younger, when you were older, when you were you know everything shaped you to who you are right now, how you handle situations right now. And I mean, same with me and Alex. I mean, we're just, this is the way that life is. But go ahead. Tell us, Shelly. Tell us, Shelly. Why are you in therapy? Because the both of you would not shut the hell up. You have been on my butt for, and I'm not even quite sure why. Well, I know why. I know why, especially- Longer than that. Longer than that. We have. We've been on your ass every time. Every time something goes wrong. And let me ask. Let me ask one question. Do you like it? It's funny. (laughs) I do. But it's funny because I get a lot of everything. And so, and she, I think she understands that I get a lot of stuff because I'm the age I am. Yeah. Yeah. 
so because of the experiences and have gone going gone going through so much i i kind of get it it's yeah. just i have to figure out how to um execute yes the best way to do it so yeah. i have said the reason i'm going because you two made me but also to learn tools to use in different situations like what though back to how to deal with sarah is one of them because she isn't like us she, and well, because us versus and that's okay and let me talk it's okay that she's not right i don't understand her in a million years i never will but i have to figure out how to let that go good for you i but I see, part, of, part of that is now you have two children so now my cycle is worrying about them whatever you do i don't care it's your journey it's your life it's your stuff but now i worry about my grandkids and how things affect them you should so not worry about me though because i'm still your child oh i don't worry about no. he doesn't care about me sarah she ditched a weekend in chicago for the dance recital. i don't i don't matter yeah. i don't care about you two yeah it's the, it's grand the grandchildren now it's the grandchildren. Do, do you really think i mean regardless of whether you and i are different people do you really think that you would have raised a person who would not raise their children in the best way that they saw fit? Because you and I are different people, but us as mothers, I don't know we might I'm do sure. things differently, but I would die for my children. I oh, well, yeah, that's, yeah, anything that's for my children. I will protect my children to the ends of the earth. I love my children more than I can even explain in words. And yeah. so at the end of the day, when you're saying that you're worrying about your grandchildren, sometimes it might feel for me that you're insinuating, which I, I don't, I honestly let a lot of shit go because I know the mother that I am and I know that the, the woman that I am and I know how I feel about my children and I'm doing what's best for my children and I'm doing it differently than you and that's okay. Um, but I, I worry that you have this vision that I'm doing it wrong or I'm putting them uh, in harm's way or I'm doing, you know, I'm doing I things. You're putting them in harm's way? I don't think any of that. Well, I mean, you do. I just know like that. Brush their hair more often. But like there are children out there who are actually neglected by their parents and who they, they have mats in their hair because their parents don't give a shit about them. And so... I guess in my mind's eye, I get upset because I, I think to myself, no, do I brush their hair every time we go to Target? I put it in a ponytail or whatever. No, I do. I, no, I don't care. I don't care what they look like when they go to Target. But to you, that's like a sin. So exactly. like, I think you need to realize that we're just different people in that sense. But that doesn't mean I'm, I'm not harming my children. I'm not. Okay. First of all, First of all, I have the floor. Second of all, I'm still talking, okay, about my deal. Okay, you guys got to talk. All right. Conversation. And the the what I want to say is I never thought you'd put your kids in harm's way. Okay, that's like over here. Do I think that Evelyn saying to me, Grandma, can I please say a swear word? Because my mother allows me sometimes because I have to ask. Do I think that that's a Sarah? And I think, um, I think that I, I know you how hard to, it is. Didn't she? 
I know how hard it is to raise teenagers. And once they get to a point where you feel like you're losing control, and I don't mean control in the sense that control, I mean like they're going to do things, they're, they're out there. They're out there and their peers, their peers are going to mean more to them than anything in this entire world. I just know how hard that's going to be. And so keeping them children and keeping them age appropriate always I guess I, that's was what I always tried to follow. So, so that's what I says. She asks to swear, Mom, and if you say no, she doesn't swear. She doesn't do it, and that's respect. And she. I'm just saying. I'm just and that okay. So I'm just saying. You ask for well, things. It, uh, my point is, it wasn't about putting your child in harm's way. Do I think that you're right? I'm not going to agree with everything that you do. I don't agree with that. But I have my point is my whole point is I have to learn. Even with these children that to me are my entire world, I have to learn to somehow put that aside. I have to somehow. Yes, because I'm raising them as their mother. So well, that's what we know. And that's, that's my point. I get it. But watch sometimes for me where I am and that's all. That's all. I mean, it's so I, my whole point is I have to learn somehow to, to yeah. let that go. And, and you know I, what? For though, and it's not even for Sarah, it's for you. Oh, no, I know it's not for Sarah. It's not about Sarah at all. Yeah, it's so not about her. Scary. I don't care. I just, I need to figure it out for me. I need to right. figure it out for me. That's what I said at the beginning. We all, we should all be in therapy. Everybody should be in for ourselves and how we behave and how we react to situations and the root of why react we, we react to certain situations and why you know, you're a product of, like I said, you're a product of you. Well, I already kind of know. And I, I mean, I know I've already talked about this with her. I mean, I mean, I know, I know where my perfectionism comes from. I know where my OCD comes from. I know where all that comes from. Like I've never, I, I, I figured that part of it out going forward. How can I be better about it? I mean, I, I'm again, I, I get a lot. And I don't, like I said at the beginning, I, ne- I don't blame my mother. And my sister and I came to this conclusion years ago when we talked. I would never, I, I can't blame my mom because, I mean, like I said, do I disagree with her? And did we have some pretty major issues and battles because of some things that were done? And, but you have to move on. They're your parents and well, you have to what learn. What I'm saying though is that you're obviously very different from your mother, but you- Well, have- I'm not. I'm really not in some ways. And I don't think you're that different from me in that, in some ways, how we handled it, how we chose to continue the cycle or not continue the cycle. That's different. That's a, that's a different issue. But you are way more alike than you think. And I agree. That's what I, who, who are you talking about, Alex? I think, I think that you and Sarah are actually way more alike in how you respond and how you react. And I how think you that's, yeah, that's why we butt heads. That is why we butt heads because. Yeah. The only thing that mom and I have in common, Sarah, and this is the other thing we need to stop saying, because mom and I are not 100% the same. No, not mom at all. And I have not at of, all. A lot of type A things in common, like cleaning or like brushing hair before we go into church. Like those are things that I would do. I, I mean, mom did it. I don't have a kid yet, but mom did make us brush. I mean, she somehow managed well, to do it. I just, Maybe I tried to teach, well. I always tried to That's teach self-respect. So if you go out and That's one of our guests, one of our guests even said that, what's his name? I, I forget. Okay. His, See, but this is where we differ. This is where we're different. I don't. That's what I tried to teach. I don't view responsibility and. But that's that's self-respect as as 
brushing their hair when they go to Target because I don't care what other people think as, as much as you do, which is the root of it. I don't care what other people well, think. No, I, I, children. I just think if I go to Target in my pajamas, I go to Target in my pajamas. When I, that's the view I try to have in life. When I go out in public and I see other people, I don't know their story. I don't know them personally. And so I'm not going to come from a place of judgment and say, that person is dressed like a slob. How dare they? Like, I don't, I don't care because it doesn't affect me. And that doesn't, their life and their choices don't affect me. And that is a weight that I can't carry because I have so much other, I have so much other shit on my plate that I cannot carry that weight of giving a shit what other people think. I can't because it's too much. Because if you care what everyone thinks about you. It's not about what care, I'm caring about other people. I care. Right. It is at the root of it, mother. Yes, it I, is. I, I don't think it is. I, I don't I, think so don't either. Think it it's about caring how I feel about how I carry myself. Okay, and that's fine. But my confidence, like if I go out of the house looking good, I'm going to feel good about myself. Right. I'm going to oh, feel that's good right. about. And, well, that's that's that's, and, that's, and that's, but mom, and that's oh, how that's where we're different. Good. And we're and different that, there. That, that's where it has to, yeah, that's the difference. It's different people. I don't leave the house feeling good how do you how do you enact and manifest self-respect for you in your life that's you're just that's that's the crux of what we're talking about you and i mom i i'm i'm with you i do not leave this house to go to target if my like my whole closet is curated so everything matches so i don't even have to think about it i'm with you like i but at the same time Sarah might feel more empowered when she goes looking like a slob because she doesn't give a shit what it's anyone It's not even necessarily looking like a slob. It's just that well, I mean. think you guys need to understand that it's not- It is what it is. You carry, by you choosing, which I'm not trying to convince you to feel a certain way because I know that you guys feel differently than I do, but it, the root of that feeling, of the root of needing to be on or needing to feel that way is, yes, you feel good about yourself and that's great. If it's for you- then that's what's important. If you're going to do it for you, then mm -hmm. you keep doing it for you. Me doing that for me, putting on makeup, doing this and looking my best just to go to the grocery store. Oh, I don't look good to me. go to the grocery store. I don't either. Do I put on a baseball hat. I don't oh, wear okay. makeup. Right. I don't mean okay. about that. My point, my point is, is that I don't do. hold as much weight. Right. I don't hold as much weight caring right. what people think about me than you do. And that's I, I, I wouldn't say that. That's, it's not that we care about what people think. It's about, it's empowering how we feel. I, I want to feel good. About there's a different definition. Public. There's a different definition of what empowers us to feel. That's what I'm exactly. So uh, that's, that's what, I'm what I'm tra we're trying to explain to you is that there is a different definition of feeling empowered or feeling confident or feeling this or feeling that for me than there is for you than there is for Alex. There's, def there's different definitions for all of us. And we don't all have to be the same. And we don't all have to understand each other in that sense. I would go as far to say that I'm the worst one out of all three of us. Like mom will go, I mean, sometimes I'm like, mom, why are we wearing neon? Like, why are we wearing neon? But that's you. But that's, that's what I'm saying. That's but that's my point to try and make, I, I, I'm probably the most extreme out of all three of us when it comes to leaving the house. Like I, I do not wear I literally do not have clothes in my wardrobe that I wear that don't matter. Like I don't wear. Dad, we're filming Duffy Women. I have to go. We're talking about you. <laughs> Is he really calling you right now? We're talking about why we're in therapy. I'm so sorry. You're a topic of conversation right now. No. Is he really calling? I think so. Okay. Say hi to the Duffy Women viewers. 
Well, hey, just so you know, John, I'm the biggest issue. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I can beat you out, I think. Oh, I don't know, John. Don't know about that. Don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, we talked about how much we love both of you very much. Nope, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I will call you back in a little bit, okay? <laughs> Goodbye. I love you. Bye, John. Keeping, keeping therapists in business since 1990. I love you. He is. I recommend him to all my friends. I go to him myself if I yeah, could. I actually do. I actually recommend people. I do. I do all the time. I'm like, seriously, I know he's my ex-husband, but you got to go. He's really good. So. Very good. Uh, I think we, I think also too, just to, just to close up, Shelly did traumatize us when we were children. We always did have to brush our hair. And I think that's the thing. And mom, I do. I do. But see, like, look. I went one way. Oh, gee, I wanted you to look presentable wherever we went. I agree. You got grandma's house. Up, I didn't care, but I'm sorry. I could name about, never mind. Okay. I agree. Is that you were saying that when we were driving up to our grandmother's house. Like, I would never in my mind be like, girls, we have to have our stuff together to walk into grandma's house right now. I will. Mom, it's fine. I also, but to, to be fair, I did not used to be a clean freak like mom because for literally like five to seven years after I moved out of her house, because I was traumatized by all the cleaning, I rejected it. And then when I moved into my big, beautiful apartment, I was like, wait a minute, I love this place. I need, to, and I also read a lot of like, cleaning is good for energy and feng shui and everything. So like, there's that too. It is. It's and a it great is. feeling for me. And honest to God, that was my therapy until I started no, going to therapy. And that's because and it that's makes fine. me feel good. It makes me feel organized. It makes me feel clean, but it also, and I'm finding out, and I also, I knew this and realized this, that it was also an extension of my childhood because I needed things to be, because I had to take care of my three siblings. Yep. I needed things to be safe, protected, perfect because my life was very chaotic then when my sister had cancer so it was a whole again it's a whole thing but um anyway okay well uh this has been really therapeutic oh has it <laughs> yeah don't you think i i feel like i'm constantly in the middle of you two crazies i mean i really do and i'm probably the craziest out of all of us i just think it's ironic well, you're in Chicago. You don't deal with it. You're, I mean, seriously, you have the best of both worlds. You come home whenever you want. You get to leave whenever you want. You don't have to deal with the hurricane. Yep. That is all of us. That's why I'll be here and not there. Well, we're going to, I'm, I'm going to move to a beach house or something. So. Okay, great. I'll come live with you in a beach no, house. No, 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 no. Nobody comes with. Nobody. Nope. What about Paul? I don't even know if he's coming right now. <laughs> okay. Just Murph. Just Murph. Might just be Murph. Okay, fair. All right, here's the deal. Uh, okay, all right. So stop hating on me and stop blaming me, though. Let's I all do our part to be better people instead don't, of- Nobody blames you. We learn in therapy that while they may be inherited from our parents, it's exactly. all, that's what my ex-boyfriend never really got. Just exactly. because trauma happened to you doesn't mean that it's not your responsibility to fix it. You exactly. Thank you. Thank forever. you. It's yeah. exactly, and I, that's, that's my biggest thing. keep excusing yourself. And I could go work. on about some other things, but I won't. Mother, I have never, when do, I'm the one who literally said this whole time that therapy is about you. 
No, I know. No, I'm in this show. Yes, I know. I have learned how to deal with you because of therapy, because it is about me and it is about what I care about. And it is about what you care about. You need to react and you need to, you need to understand at the root of everything that it's not about everyone else. It's about you. You need to understand how you feel and how you react and not let shit get to you. Sorry. You shouldn't let it shit get to you, especially me, especially me. Because yeah, you really, that's the thing. We just need to let it not You should not let everything. Yes. And I'm also, I'm also, I need to figure out ways to set boundaries and to not enable people. I, I have to, I have to do that too. So I, I have to be good about not enabling. I need to be better about that. Okay. Wait, do you so, No, no. I think it, I think she's saying a blanket enabling statement because I deal with enabling. Well, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you too, but me too is probably, oh. is what I'm trying to say. I don't think we need to get into it. That's another show. <laughs> I don't, okay. okay. So uh, for our season finale, uh, would you rather... <clears throat> Would you rather be in jail for five years or in a coma for a decade? Jail. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'd probably do jail. Actually, a coma might be nice because you're just sleeping. <laughs> you know what I picture, though, when I think about going into a coma, which there was this, I think it was an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. I'm not kidding. Like, years ago. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I remember watching it when I was, like, literally a young girl. I think it was an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. And this girl gets caught in her dream in her coma. And she literally keeps like, like to get out of the coma, she has to like, it's basically this like constant dream state where she's constantly trying to like figure out a way to get out. And I feel like if I was like stuck, a maze. Yeah. I feel like dream. if I was stuck dreaming for 10 years, I mean, maybe you don't dream. I don't know what happens. I'm not a medical doctor. I would assume something, maybe, maybe brainwaves. I don't know. But I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't need any more time up there. So I'd rather go to jail and just get I'd it done. I'd rather be in jail. Yeah, I'm a, a like get it done kind of gal. What would you do, okay. Shells? Uh, either one would get me away from you two. So oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. No, I'd probably go to jail because I could at least yeah. see the, grand, the granddaughters. Yeah. yeah. At least I'd be aware and I, they'd come visit. If you, would Shelly, ask, though, if you put yourself in jail, I don't know if I'd let you see my grandma. What would Shelly Duffy go to jail for, though, would be the question. Probably cleaning up. Oh, yeah, fair. What'd you say? What? Strangling you? Yeah. You know, when you were little, and I'm going to confess this. You did. And then I'm going to go, and then I'm going to go to our wonderful partner. When you were little, like, because you were the mouthiest smartest kid on the face of the earth. You were just, you never shut up. So what I would do, I would go into another room and I would fantasize about strangling you. It's funny because I do that to you now. Like I think it would be like strangling you. I'm so glad I'm out here. Yeah. Still think about it. Yeah. Still. So I would like to thank our wonderful partner this season, Mr. Magic Carwash. They have been serving the community for over 50 years. They have five convenient locations. If you've never had an opportunity to check them out, let me. What are you doing? Five. Five locations. Oh, yeah. 
Thank you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they, if you've ever had an opportunity, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, then you actually need to go visit one of their car washes. They have the friendliest people that are directing you in. They take care of your car. It always comes out clean, shiny, and dry every time. You can go to mrmagiccarwash.com if you'd like more information or to see about their locations. Also, too, they have the greatest products. I am not kidding you. They yeah. have the best glass cleaner. It's a, the yeah. spray foam. It is the best. It, it, I, I don't use anything else now that I've discovered that. It's, it's awesome. So that's all I ever use. I always, when I go through, I always have to make sure I'm stocked up on the Mr. Magic uh, window cleaner. It's awesome. But seriously, stop by, um, tell them that Shelly, Alex, and Sarah sent you and just see what they say. <laughs> it can be funny. Thank you. Yeah, just see, just see what they say. You know what they'll say? You'll say, they'll say, I know Shelly, Alex, and Sarah, and those girls really need therapy. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Magic right. Car Wash. Dark. My wine glass has been empty for far too long. So we Cutie to... wine glass, by the way, is that new? It's from Target. <laughs> did, did you I go think? there looking like a slob to get it? I did. Guess what? Why can you yes. say that to her and I can't? Guess because what? Because there's too much, it's relationships, mom. There's too much attached to you and you need to break it down before you can rebuild. Is essentially because like, because see, I can't say that to her and I'm kidding. You said, I don't know how many things that made me think that you were, you were like. Well, because Sarah on. knows that I'm not going to like come down on her and treat yes. her differently. Yes. If, if I say something like yes. you treat her differently. Absolutely. 100%. You, you literally, you, you hold it so close. You literally, you take personal offense to Sarah's choices. Yes. Yes. And that's the problem. Yes. I don't. Hallelujah. See, I don't know why. Here's the thing. I don't know why I'm paying for therapy when I have you two. <laughs> it, you this know. is it, folks. This is it for the season. Maybe forever. But thanks for joining us. Please follow us on social media. Duffy Women. Everywhere. Instagram. Facebook. Anywhere you can get your podcasts. All of it. We're there. It's easy. Duffy Women. Seriously. <laughs> please like us. Please like our show. Please like our pages. Please share. We would love it if you shared. Shared the show. Sharing um, is hold, the most important thing. Hold people about us. We would just really, really, really appreciate it. All right. Bye. See you. Cheers. Bye. Happy season finale. We did it. What? How long was that? Because that was, I didn't stop recording, but like, I genuinely want to know how long that episode was because it felt like it was 10 years long. You're going to have to end it to see. Okay. Well, toodaloo. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.